Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to episode 10 of the Nerds Rants podcast. Today, I'm joined by Zerg Girl, StarCraft streamer. So enjoy. Um, okay, guys. I'm joined today with um, Zerg Girl or Kathy. Um, so, Kathy, thanks again, first of all, for actually being on the show. And um, how about you just start by telling people who are listening, you know, who you are and what you do. Yeah, Dale. Thank you for the invite. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, hi, guys. My name is Kathy. I go by the ID Zerk Girl, and I am a Twitch streamer. And on my channel, I play competitive games, mostly StarCraft II, uh, sometimes Overwatch on the rare occasion Hearthstone. So you can call me a Blizzard Girl. <laughs> so um how about you take us through like the zerg girl journey so like how what games did you start playing when did you start playing them you know and maybe take us through like the journey of games you've if you've sort of played up until like the point you know now yeah sure so for my gaming background i'd say it i've always been fascinated with video games i remember seeing my first uh computer game when my family and i were at the store and they were shopping for a new desktop and one of the things the salesperson showcased to us was a computer fighting game. I don't know what it was. I never really <laughs> cared to research it, but I was just entranced by it. Addicted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I would always like seek out whatever video games I could. So I played a bunch of variety. Uh, then I actually got familiar with Brood War, which is the predecessor okay. to StarCraft II, of course. Um, when my uncle had it on his desktop and I, my sister and I would go over to his place and uh, basically there was only one computer. So we'd fight each other to see who would play for the day. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, I just mostly played games against the AI and uh, all of the campaign because my uncle didn't have internet so I couldn't really do multiplayer. Mm -hmm. uh, but I really enjoyed the story for that. And uh, that kind of kept with me through the years when in my college days, uh, StarCraft II came out. And I was curious about how the whole story from Brood War ended because it kind of, spoiler alert, <laughs> ended on a cliffhanger. So mm -hmm. just wanted to see where that went. Some of my college buddies were playing too. Um, we played custom games together, mostly like, I think it's like, big hunter or oh yeah we that's get, a good one yeah increase mineral income it was always a uh, uh, hero hero lane wars we used to always get addicted to that was quite a good one yeah, yeah. the custom games <clears throat> are great um i feel like that drew a lot of the casual crowd in but after a while they left and moved on to other games but i kind of wanted to stick around because starcraft was an expensive game I paid like 60 dollars for it i thought <laughs> that there was more to it than just the custom games so and the campaign so i took to ladder and um yeah that's been something i've been playing for years ever since the first expansion wings of liberty until now okay so was that actually the first time you properly played competitively with starcraft 2 when you were in college yeah yes wow. my first encounter with a competitive game uh before i i was more casual variety i was heavily into uh, Maple Story, which is a oh my god, animal. Maple Story, yeah, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I played that for years, and that kind of gameplay is very different from StarCraft for sure. <laughs> you could actually put like uh, money into that as well, couldn't you? Like the Maple Story was like uh, like like a low grade MMO, wasn't it really? Yeah, <clears throat> that was something I played uh, starting in middle school, and I did put a ton of money into it because <laughs> I actually had a job very early on in life. Um, and then I would go to the 7-Eleven stores and pick up those cash cards. And now that I look back on it, it's so bad what I spent my money on. But basically, <laughs> it was just like cosmetics. Like, oh, plastic surgery in the game, hair, and then cute clothes. <laughs> I never really spent on anything that was 
yeah, actually productive. my gameplay, it was more just like, okay, look good in the game. <laughs> so since um, since playing StarCraft 2 and competitively, do you play any other games competitively? Or? Uh, since StarCraft 2, I would say other competitive games I play... Well, when you mean competitive, like... So just, just like... The um, online multiplayer. Yeah, well, just I say when I say competitively, as in do you play the game with the, the complete will to destroy the other person you're playing? You don't have to play with, like, oh, okay. professionally, you know? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've taken to Overwatch, Hearthstone. I dabbled with um, Magic and Gwent. Okay. Um, CSGO here and there. League of Legends. Those mm-hmm. two games mostly with friends, so I didn't really play it on my own. It's yeah. more of social gaming for me. Um, but yeah, I have a ton of uh, competitive games, uh, which is kind of sad because I feel like uh, since I'm so distracted by it and I feel like there's so much time and effort you can put into these games, mm-hmm. uh, like my gaming mindset has deviated away from single player. Like There's a lot of story mode games out there that are amazing, but mm-hmm. I could never really sit down and uh, finish the whole thing. Yeah. I think, yeah, my latest one might have been Pokemon Let's Go on the Switch, oh, yeah. which is a very simple game. That's right. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's like, what was it? We played Let's Go. There's a few of them that are like, it's only single player games I'll really play now. It was like Pokemon. There was that one, um, what's it called? Uh, Temtem. Have you heard of that one? It's like, uh, uh, it came out recently, but it's like an MMO that has uh-huh. almost blatantly ripped off Pokemon. Um, oh, I think I've seen someone stream that. <laughs> but it's like you're, you're, it's like two v twos, but it's an online uh-huh. world, so you can just walk up to people and just fight anybody. So yeah. it's like quite, it's 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 almost like what you'd hope Pokemon would do, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, um, but no, that's that's quite well. that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so you, you mentioned a few um, card games there. Have you tried um, League of Legends one? What's it called? Uh, Rune Terra. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's called Runeterra. I haven't tried it yet, um, just because like I've kind of stopped card games for now. Although mm-hmm. I've been taking a look at Hearthstone since the whole pandemic and all, I got mm-hmm. a lot more free time. Um, but yeah, I haven't checked it out. I'm more waiting for their shooter, Valorant. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, I'm more interested that in does that look one. pretty good. The teaser trailers mm-hmm. are, you know that it's going to be quite good so it's yeah i hope it does yeah mm-hmm. uh so you were saying there do you actually stream uh these other games you play or do you mostly play them off stream um mostly it's been starcraft okay yeah uh yeah i've been trying to get a higher rank in there and it's taking a lot of games so that's where most of my focus is but when i'm trying to wind down after a mm-hmm. ladder session then uh i've been taken to actually like overcooked over, overkick family case. yeah because yeah. <laughs> they're normally not gamers but they have a lot of free time because they're quarantined in california as well and then like we've just been doing some family gaming and it's mm-hmm. pretty cool so how's your family feel about you uh like pursuing uh like you know a streaming career essentially because uh, i mean when you get over a certain amount of views it becomes a point where you could you know do it as a profession is that something that your family get involved with or they you don't really like it so much or um so i'd say like in my younger years my family was not as supportive of my gaming because they wanted me to focus on my schooling at the time which was Mm -hmm. which was like middle school high school it's very important to them um so any time away from my studies was seen as a waste but uh in college and afterwards they started becoming a lot more supportive Mm -hmm. and encouraging and sometimes even like like acknowledging it oh like show this for your stream or oh why'd you do that for your stream um it's like part of our daily conversations mm-hmm. uh my sister's also shown up on my stream as well we do like <laughs> we play games together i think the last time we did was resident evil along oh, with my cool. little brother yeah it was a lot of fun we had a bottle of wine open <laughs> and it was very it was a very scary game but I have it as a bot and I look back on it still, even though it's like years ago. That's really cool. So you're also, um, you're on Root Gaming as well. Is that something I've read correctly? It was, um, a lot of things that people like to know is, you know, how people break in or get involved with these gaming teams or esports and stuff. So how did you actually get into like Root Gaming or start with them? All right. Um, so Root Gaming has been around for quite some time. 
Uh, it was founded by Katz and I believe his friend Druby. Mm-hmm. And they had a bunch of all-star people back in the day when StarCraft had a lot of popularity because it was near like the beginning of mainstream yeah. esports. Um, they're still around. They still have a professional roster of players and streamers. And I actually got involved with them because earlier before I knew some of the players like acquaintances because I've gone to many tournaments since I was living in California at the time there were MLGs uh, IEMs IPLs NASL like all sorts of Mm -hmm. tournaments just in the area so I was able to like even though I didn't really get to know them too well it's like oh people I was familiar with um cats I think the owner Mm -hmm. I might have like I can't really recall where I met him from. I think I might have been at the Vegas tournament, but it was it was just like brief encounters. Okay. Were you competing in any of these tournaments or? Oh no, it was more for spectating because okay. it was like a completely new scene for me. Because before my background was MMO, right? Yep. I never really looked into esports or anything. So when StarCraft blew up, um, it was just so fascinating because this was like my childhood franchise, and then like combined with like how fun video games are for me like it's just something that i was drawn to that's really cool mm-hmm. and then for root itself i basically had uh i, I dated someone playing in root okay. and then he actually ended up living at the team house and i was going to school around the area at the time um so i would come visit and in that way i started to uh know cats a lot more um, so we're actually good friends now. And then, um, yeah, basically later on, he was just like, oh yeah, since you've been helping out with the team, cause I like wrote some articles and proofread some stuff for their website and also helped to like organize tournaments when I was living over there, he okay. offered a spot for me. So even though I'm not like a very high rank in Starcraft, uh, I enjoy doing more like behind the scenes sort of thing, like mm-hmm. sponsorships and just networking that's really cool i mean i've been a massive fan of the early starcraft days back when you know cats would be hatch rushing outside people's bases and stuff man so it's uh mm-hmm. def- definitely not lost on me and especially if you think people think are listening that you know uh cats is definitely one of those original names you'll you'll always just hear crop up when people mention you know early starcraft oh, yeah. too you know um, people always ask me about him <laughs> <laughs> that's cool so um do you actually follow like the pro scene quite a lot um you watch like gsl esl and stuff uh i would say not really i know i have a lot of friends and acquaintances who participate or are involved in some way but i don't really watch tournaments because i feel like whenever i start like a series or something i already tune in Mm -hmm. i get this itch to play myself like i want to start playing like i want to watch people do it um, so when I do consult tournaments or like look at the VODs, mm-hmm. uh, it's more for like trying to improve my own gameplay to see like, okay, what's the meta game now? How am I supposed to deal with this strat? Yeah. That sort of thing. Okay. And what about um, streamers? Do you consume other streamers when you're not streaming or is it you basically have to switch off completely when you're you know not, not streaming? Um, for me, after I'm finished streaming, I usually stay on my computer for a bit. Uh, well, not even for a bit, for a long time. <laughs> I do like to hang around other people's streams. I feel like the StarCraft community is quite tight-knit Yeah. because uh, they're small. Uh, so I just like to hop around and everyone is familiar with each other. They have their own stories to tell and to interweave. So I just find that interesting. That's cool. I feel like very um, committed and involved with some of these channels. Like I've helped to donate, helped to like send viewers over to help to get their to get that spawn popularity um yeah yeah that's cool so talking maybe a bit more about starcraft in particular um you obviously are streaming quite a lot and you do play a high level what do you sort of think of the current state of starcraft just now do you think it's in a good place Um, i'm a bit conflicted about that because (laughs) i feel like there could always be change and i think what's optimal is to change up the meta game too because even if it's perfect it can get stale mm-hmm. uh, if people are doing the same things over and over again um 
However, that is clouded in doubt because the StarCraft team has been cut back a bit because Blizzard's focus is, mm-hmm. has shifted mainly towards maintaining their PR and also Overwatch and Hearthstone. Um, yep. StarCraft is kind of a classic game. It's pretty old. I think it's like um, 10 years old, maybe. Yeah, StarCraft 2. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Yeah, so for them, it's more classic uh, esports scene didn't depict as big as numbers as they did back then but uh yeah our community is pretty passionate and it helps to sustain the game as an esport yeah i think that's like a good part of like just starcraft in general which makes it good is the fact that it is this ever-changing beast that just you know anything can sort of happen patch by patch but um it's like never finished you know that's kind of like Mm -hmm. the ideology of it it's just quite good so yeah you, you mostly play Zerg as well. Is there any reason why or what made you sort of want to play Zerg over like the other races? Um, I liked playing Zerg because that's something that I, that's the race that I picked in Brood War. I was okay. more interested in their story and the infrastructure of how Zerg works. Like mm-hmm. they have an overmind, they have like a hive mind system, they have Cerberus. Um, so it was just like, just fascinating to get into compared to just delving into like regular humans uh protosses were interesting as well but i'm just more drawn to how the zerg work humans were just too boring Uh, they were just too boring i'm (laughs) I'm good i'm human (laughs) but um yeah for starcraft 2 i did the same thing i'm like okay i was i like to zerg and brew war i'm gonna go for zerg first but in terms of play style i think i would have preferred probably terran or protoss because I feel like I'd like to just kind of, you know, try to execute my own builds, do my yeah. own thing. Whereas Zerg is a bit more reactive. In yeah, some cases. more defensive. Yeah, mm-hmm. makes sense. Um, excuse me. <clears throat> so, if you were to say make changes to the current map, what would you what would you change? Make changes. Mm-hmm. You're a developer. So, what would you change? <laughs> I was a developer. <laughs> Well, I feel like a lot of the sentiment that I've been seeing is that Zerg has been winning a lot of the major tournaments and it shouldn't really be, they shouldn't really have that many inflated numbers. I guess if it was a, if it was truly a perfectly balanced game, we'd be seeing equal amounts of Terran, Protoss and Mm -hmm. Zerg winners. Yeah. So, so I think Zerg maybe needs some sort of nerf or not even nerf, like the other races something yeah. added to their repertoire actually mm-hmm. uh to one to prevent the meta from getting stale and also to to see like if they can explore different options and different ways to execute strategies in the game yeah especially when you look at like some of the winners like you know like dark and Cyril, like they're just these zerg beasts that seem to be yeah. like untouchable at the moment but uh mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like GSL's just started again, so it's quite interesting to see how the recent changes have affected. And again, it's like that excitement of oh, there's these new builds and stuff. And uh, I've been watching Zest absolutely destroy people recently. So yeah, um, yeah, it's, it's good to get back into like, like just yeah, these these new changes and how these pro players think of stuff. And it's just crazy because again, some of them will need hot fixed because you just don't realize the potential of these professional players and what they can do with these builds. Sometimes you know it's crazy, but. Um, so your stream, in general, do you want to continue taking it in a like sort of StarCraft direction, or what's your like future plans for the stream? Um. So my stream is always I've always taken a hobby approach to it, uh, and then there are moments or phases throughout my streaming career where I was uh, going through full time bouts. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for the past couple of years, I've been going to school. I have a full-time job, and then now uh, I quit my job almost three months ago okay. and to look for new opportunities. And, and then and since then, I started, like, I think my third time full-time streaming. Um, uh, that's to kind of help pay the bills while I'm still searching for a new job. And I found it actually, like, pretty helpful, especially given today's predicament. Uh, stay at home don't really have to like socialize too much because i'm actually doing it over the computer Mm -hmm. with viewers um so but i feel like i still have taken a hobby approach towards it like oh this is for fun but it's going to be temporary because my aim is to actually find myself a stable career 
mm-hmm. um, and gaming and esports. Okay. Ah, uh, you want to mm-hmm. in esports? Sorry. I'm sorry. Did you say in in esports is what you're trying to pursue? Is yeah, esports said? and oh, gaming. Cool. Ah, that's mm-hmm. cool. Okay. So, talk about like other games. Is there any like new releases you're looking forward to or um, anything like that? Um, I'm looking forward to Valorant because it's free to play. Uh, I believe it's gonna be or what people have depicted it as is like CS:GO with magic or something, mm-hmm. which I really like the idea of. Um, I think that's something interesting I can play with my stream as well. So maybe we can, I can change direction because I've been playing StarCraft for a long time. So <laughs> need to mix up um, a bit. Yeah. Other games to look forward to. Honestly, I don't have that much of a scope. Uh, I actually sold my Switch recently just because oh, I'm like, man. I have so many games on my plate. Like, <laughs> I, I need to like narrow things down here. <laughs> yeah switch is pretty good i always feel like if the internet went down i mean especially just now with um, all the corona stuff going on our mm-hmm. internet service providers are kind of struggling with the traffic so if there's yeah. nothing to play I'd, i'll just grab my switch and i'll just sit and play mario yeah. kart you know that's the that's, that's the closest nice. thing you know but mm-hmm. uh phew, selling it i think that would kill my soul a little bit <laughs> <laughs> so what about all yeah, these um, a... oh sorry what was that oh, i was just gonna say it's a great console I... I was just like, I have way too many games. They're just, <laughs> they're just lying there, not doing anything. Like, yeah, it's a waste. Yeah, that makes sense. So these mm-hmm. like um, seems to be trending just now. Like the, I just get like refurbished RTSs. You have like your Warcraft Three, Age of Empires, and Command and Conquer. You know these old school RTSs. Do any of these seem to take your appeal, or is that not really your your stuff? Um. So I did play some Warcraft Three. Okay. And I did enjoy it a lot, but I think I just have like a really strong pull to get better in StarCraft for. Mm-hmm. So for now, my scope is pretty narrow, um, but I have tried out the campaign for Warcraft 3 and I enjoyed it thoroughly. Like, uh, even though it's a bit outdated and movement is kind of clunky, mm-hmm. like I am familiar with the Warcraft lore, so it was cool to see like, oh, how Arthas turned bad that sort of thing yeah and like and it's kind of interesting to compare it to uh brood war campaigns as well like oh they have the same concept like hold out for 30 minutes try not to fall asleep mm-hmm. um, another but, game that i tried it's, it's definitely like i feel like um the blizzard storylines are the only games i think of looking back of like solo player games that really enjoyed the campaigns were like again brood war uh, Starcraft 2 I just the legacy the void end into that was just like a movie it was brilliant and then mm-hmm. um, like Gears of War that was quite good as well but I feel like that style of game I think it's more just maybe it's just me I just prefer the matchmaking style games where you're you know 1v1 and 2v2 and or whatever but um, I feel like that's missing from Blizzard games now when they come out like if there was a proper mm-hmm. over you know overwatch story mode I'd, I'd be loving that but uh, it doesn't yeah. feel like there is you know but yeah yeah it was odd when overwatch came out and i paid that much money and i'm like oh there's no story mode it's just <laughs> just multiplayer all around but they've added a lot more features to it since then and they're uh gonna do a lot more with like co-op which mm-hmm. might dip into lore i'm not sure uh we'll see with overwatch too i did play a bit of the was it the co-op commander that was on starcraft 2 there was like mm-hmm. a couple of my mates that were they're not really RTS players. That just was considered like the hard type of game to play that they didn't want to put the time into. So yeah, playing the co-op commander was very much like you could you could almost play it lying back in your chair, you know. So uh-huh. <clears throat> that's 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 definitely one that, especially when they made StarCraft free to play. I think a lot of people yeah. picked that up. It was quite good. They did some yeah. interesting things with that. Um, mm-hmm. Co-op is uh, one of the most popular modes in StarCraft too. Whenever they show us the numbers at like the developer summit mm-hmm. uh, that they hold at every BlizzCon, they were like, "Oh yeah, look at all these numbers." It makes them some money because they're selling like the commanders uh, as extra content. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. What was the last one? Was it the Ghost expansion? I remember buying that one? So I mean. Oh yeah. Um. And again, it was like I really wanted more of the story mode. It was more just like here's some more missions. But I was hoping for mm-hmm. like some kind of spin-off story, but um yeah there wasn't much <laughs> but yeah. anything starcraft released like that i'm obviously gonna buy it so <laughs> mm-hmm. they've got they've got their market so but uh so you, you didn't waste money on like uh warcraft 3 reforged or anything like that then no 
Uh, no, I was gifted a copy, which is okay. why uh, I haven't refunded mine because it, it was a gift. gift. <laughs> yeah, and also it was it's the deluxe edition too, and it comes with some goodies. So one of the the interfaces in my game were where you see like the command card and everything. Mm-hmm. It's I think elven themed, so there's like a bunch of green leaves oh, just that's cool. decorating it. I'm like, oh, okay, this is really pretty. <laughs> I'll keep it because it looks nice. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's worth keeping anyway for the time being. Seems like they might potentially be making more and more changes yeah. to it. But yeah. I'm, I'm sure they'll get better. They they have teams dedicated to this sort of thing. Like mm-hmm. like I said with Overwatch, they didn't really have anything if you compared to what it has now like they just keep adding to it and with brood war they they're always adding new uh quality of life features yeah yeah it's crazy actually i didn't realize it was i think it was um i think it was tasteless podcast i was listening to a while ago and it was i didn't realize that still in korea it was mostly they've still watched starcraft one like they still mostly watch yeah. asl and then the rest uh-huh. of the world will watch more starcraft 2 that, that baffled me a bit because I knew they were still making changes to it and stuff, but um, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't mind watching like ASL finals and stuff, but I couldn't really enjoy Brood War to the same extent as watching StarCraft Two. But I guess it's just what you like, I suppose. Yeah. Mm. But um, so yeah, just completely off topic, but uh, I feel like it's almost uh, inevitable to talk about it because I think every Twitch chat has at least like every fifty minutes someone talking about uh, coronavirus. And um, mm-hmm. I'm sure folk have been in, in yours as well. But uh, how is uh, coronavirus affecting you uh, where you are? Um, I would say, well, again, what, well, Washington is one of the most hit, uh, hard hit states and mm-hmm. um, the U.S. So we've also taken to lockdowns, which could be enforceable by law. So no group gatherings at public places or else like police can come by and disperse you. Uh, non-essential businesses are closed down and there's like a list circulating so you can see where you uh, can go. what's open and stuff. Not where you can go, although some I've read that some people have taken to like uh, making a website that's free for businesses to use so people can consult it to see who's still yeah operating. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's not government funded. It's like things that people are trying to do to survive. Um, okay. Yeah, so it's pretty empty out there. Uh, I go on daily runs, and yeah, you can see that there's less traffic, less foot, foot traffic. Although um, the weather has been clearing up lately, so it, that's kind of rare in Seattle. It's mm-hmm. mostly overcast, gloomy. So when it is sunny, it's actually very beautiful and glorious because there's a lot of greenery here because it rains so much okay Uh, yeah so a lot of people have been going to public places which is why the uh lockdown happened or the quarantine happened recently uh i was seeing pictures where like popular hiking spots were peppered with people like (laughs) so close to one another and yeah i know it's a beautiful day but still it's kind of unsettling yeah just a little bit (laughs) Yeah, and then when I was running past the park, there were so many people there. One of those days, like, uh, there were kids and even old people walking around. Yeah. Like, dang. Like, they don't really care. But um, uh, since the quarantine happened, I think it's definitely lessened for sure. Like, there's, like, a warning tape, I oh, think, okay. on some of the playgrounds. Like, yellow caution tape or whatever. Oh, so they can't use it. Wow. Yeah, it's like, okay, it's official. You just cannot come here. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's, it's like here, it's the same. It's kind of quiet, but uh, you get to do like one bit of exercise a day, I think, outside and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I did see a few of the videos. Of, I can't remember where it was. It was like, I think it was like spring break videos of people on the beach and they were yeah. like interviewing people and they were saying like, I'm young, I'm fine. But like, you know. Yeah, I saw that. I, it sounded really obnoxious. Oh man, it was just like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the whole point. It's like, um, do you have like a quarantine like time? If you've got to like stay inside for like, I think we've got uh, like, like a curfew. Well, we've got like a, I think it's like a month. We've been told we have to quarantine, but it looks oh, like it's okay. probably going to be longer, sort of thing. Um, I think two weeks. Was okay. What was said? Mm. But it's probably going to extend. Yeah, seems like it. I mean, one good thing it does seem to be like there's like a lot of old school gaming mates that I used to have. They sort of have came back to playing games now because they've got nothing else to do. So yeah, <laughs> like, get some old game mates back. That's probably the only good side of it. So that's not that's not too and bad, I, I suppose. 
That's one good thing. Uh, people are going to have more free time, whether they like it or not. Kind of <laughs> yeah. like, all right, what can the solitary mind do? And I think that could foster some creativity already. I'm like, okay, I'm going to try to finish this book. I haven't, I haven't really worked much on, but um, <laughs> yeah, I see, I see like videos where people are singing, making music, making art. So that's that's one positive yeah it's been quite a lot of uh like trending dances and stuff on on tiktok like i'm mm -hmm. not really a user of tiktok but like uh my cousins and stuff are a lot younger and a lot of them have uh yeah like this tiktok dances they're all doing and they're just sending it back and forth to each other and it's like well oh, okay. that, keeps you amused. <laughs> that keeps you going so yeah but yeah Keep that's the muscles good in use. so you, you were saying that you go for a run a day like i said at the start of my stream there's a bit of a fitness element to like what i sort of do um, mm -hmm. And some of it will just be like, um, I'll be doing things like pull-ups for every time I die and stuff like that, like just stupid little things like that. Um, yeah. So what do you do to sort of keep yourself fit, um, like fitness-wise and like, you know, what you eat and stuff? Well, my routine is pretty simple. <laughs> um, basically, what I'm trying to do now is run every day, uh, run like two to three miles. Okay. Uh, and just kind of maintain that just run every day and that's about it do some stretches beforehand although i've been looking into incorporating um weights but yeah that's what i'm doing right now um i was never really much of an athlete i <laughs> didn't do a lot of physical activity back in school so I'm, i was pretty out of shape so i started with the couch to 5k app because my stamina was so low i could not run for like a minute mm -hmm. straight um so I just worked on that. And then uh, even though running was very difficult in the beginning, it was tiring. I didn't want to do it. Uh, I just kept going at it. And then soon I've, instead of feeling like bored and tired and annoyed, I feel like it's kind of gotten to the point where it's like once you're in a rhythm, you get into like this meditative state. And mm -hmm. I find that very helpful, especially um, before streaming, just kind of get my blood flowing, get my mind like, calm, relaxed and refreshed for my stream um before when i was doing my other full-time bouts i wasn't doing much physical exercise and i think that kind of contributed to me ending okay. ending the yeah full-time status and like just switching direction to something else just yeah that's cool and how about your eating do you actually have like a set plan or do you just sort of like because i work out this much i can you know eat what i want kind of thing uh <laughs> Well, um, for eating wise, I've been trying to follow, trying to follow <laughs> intermittent fasting. Okay. Um, the what 16 hour fasting time, eight hour eating period. Yeah. As well as, as well as just trying to maintain like a certain calorie count per day. Um, just keeping it simple, try to eat fresh. Uh, we've been getting a lot of organic vegetables and fruits from the local That's market. Good. And I've been trying to, I've been refraining from ordering takeout or getting junk food just because it's pricey, unnecessary, yeah. it doesn't really like fill you up as much as vegetables do, mm. honestly. Um, but yeah, that's, that's basically, it's not too strict. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I mean, that's basically what, I mean, a lot of people I do, and even if I train people, it's the same. It's like, well, for me, streaming as well, it's like, it's such a big window if you stream for a while. So it's really easy not to eat while I'm streaming. So I think if, mm -hmm. I, if I just, while i'm sleeping while i'm streaming i don't eat and you fast for like that period of time it's a lot easier yeah um but yeah it's the same and then i'll have like one cheat day where i'll just eat like anything pretty much which normally results oh. in like a mcdonald's or something but the rest of the time is like generally healthy so uh -huh. um although if i don't have that cheat then i feel like i just fall off the wagon a little Here. bit so <laughs> That's wow. so uh, what's your uh, what's your go-to like fast food or dirty meal if you need to cheat Mm. Okay, I actually haven't had a fast food in a while. I've been getting like takeout at like pretty nice restaurants. We have we have a lot in Seattle. Nice. Um, but I've been craving McDonald's lately. <laughs> it's been a while. I think it's because I had it a lot when I was young, mm -hmm. so it's like more like nostalgia. Yeah, it's kind of it the same. Comforting. Mm -hmm. Well, they had the they announced was I think they only shot like two days ago here. Like McDonald's was open 
but like just for drive through they shot like two days ago and they because they announced it was their last day open i think they ran out of food it was just like so many people that was queuing up for yeah. food it was absolutely ridiculous man so <laughs> yeah good times <laughs> um so normally what i do uh towards the, end of the uh podcast kathy is i'll do like a, a quick fire question round so like i've um when i'm streaming i'll tell people that i'm doing a podcast with you and some of them will put like questions forward and stuff um you don't, I, when I've done this in the past, I've said it's a quick fire question round. You don't have to answer the questions quickly. They're just completely random and they're not related. Okay. That's what I mean. So, uh, are you up for that? Is that okay? Yeah, I'm cool. Quite okay. Um, first question What's your favorite StarCraft unit? My favorite StarCraft unit is the Zergling. Zergling? Okay. Why is mm -hmm. that? Don't know. Just is. Um, they're, they're really cute. They look like. <laughs> little dinosaurs that's like one of the first units that drew me to the zerg race in brood war uh well especially in brood war because they looked a lot more reptilian then mm -hmm. uh because this is one question that people ask me a lot like why do you why do you like zerg do you like bugs i do not <laughs> like bugs but the zerg race resembled more like dinosaurs reptiles which i was interested in oh okay that's um, cool yeah and then in starcraft 2 they started uh i think they started to emphasize the more bug-like yeah they were mm -hmm. yeah like the the animations of brood war especially like thinking like back to hydralisk and stuff they had much more yeah. of a like dinosaur feel to it i yeah. guess yeah serpentine never really thought of that yeah okay that's good um if you were to play one game for the rest of your life what would it be thinking of the answer to that <laughs> <but>. <laughs> i'm probably starcraft because i just feel like there's so many ways to improve like let's say i hit grandmaster and zerg mm -hmm great but i can always get i can always aim for another level um i can always swap to protoss or Terran or even go random mm -hmm. uh there's like there's a very involved with this game as well so uh if i get bored of flattering what i do is maybe i'll go play i'll go socialize and play team games with some other people yeah. i know um or i do like viewer games within my dream just just pick out um like random people wanting to play uh starcraft i've been getting a lot more um responses for that just because people are quarantined so they're yeah. staying in so <laughs> it's nice to have a party up and running very fast yeah it could, be, it could be good fun to watch as well definitely um what's the worst game you've ever played the worst game oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> The worst game. I have to think about this. Should we come back to that one? Yes. Okay. Let's come back to it. Come back to that one. Okay. Um, what TV shows are you watching just now? What TV shows? I'm watching Hunter x Hunter because that was recommended to me. I'm not sure what that is. A couple of friends. I'm gonna Google. Yeah. Hunter x Hunter. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry, on... I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah, it's on for... Hulu. Mm -hmm. Um, it's okay. <laughs> it's it's something nice to watch before I go to because it is a bit simple. Oh, right, um, okay. Yeah, but another TV show I watched recently was Watchmen, um, just because I was a big fan of the comic book, the graphic novel, and mm. I wasn't that big of a fan of the movie. But I, okay, I like the graphic novel. Yeah. I like Alan Moore and his other works, uh, V for Vendetta. Um, yeah, V for Vendetta is good. Quite like that was mm -hmm. good. Um, yeah, that was a fantastic TV show on HBO that they made. Ah, okay. Um, oh, yeah, actually, one of the questions I had here, what was your favorite fast food? So we can put that down to McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, most embarrassing streaming moment? Most embarrassing streaming moment? Well, I would say this happened very recently. Happened yesterday. <laughs> okay. Uh, basically, I had, or we had a streamer bash where Zombie Grub who is a well-known caster, mm -hmm. uh, decided to get a group of StarCraft personalities, and then we would be playing arcade games and other modes of StarCraft together. And uh, when we, for one of the games, uh, it was Phantom Mode. It's kind of like Mafia. When we started up, Zombie Grub asked me to pause the game. So I, tried, I uh, clicked on the button on my keyboard, and then, so I clicked artisan keycaps handmade keycaps they have like sculpts on them can look like a cat mm -hmm. sheep whatever so i had a bird keycap on it i press the pause button and it gets stuck 
it's like still pressed, it gets stuck. So what results is that in the game, it starts doing pause, unpause, pause, unpause, over and over again. And they're, they're like, they think I'm doing this on purpose. They don't know what's going <laughs> on. They try to pause. Then I just like frantically like, oh, wait, please stop. My, my keycap is stuck. Like, <laughs> and they're just like, yeah, what is going on? Because I always like brag about keycaps like oh they're so cute and then but they're not really functional so i place them on keys on my board that i don't use oh right okay. so i use the, i use like the initial function row and then the rest i just place them they're more for decorative purposes and i was actually um, going to ask so I, did, I did see them on instagram i thought maybe you you made them or something because there was quite a few oh, no. i was like wow but uh no. yeah i did see all the cat ones and stuff like that they don't look very practical look like they would actually almost hurt if you were slamming the keys you know yeah, some people are okay with this. Some people like to texture. I honestly prefer just a regular keycaps. Like I, mm-hmm. I've tried it before. I hated it. <laughs> um, it's it's more it's more for looks. Like I just think it looks cute. Looks cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what was your favorite subject in school? My favorite subject was in college. I'd say I took a very interesting class, uh, which was science fiction literature that's a class um, wow i've never heard that <laughs> yeah so basically just a more advanced english class right okay uh and the and the reading materials a bunch of sci-fi books and oh, i really cool. enjoyed that because yeah because usually you know back in school you read the classics and they're not really my cup of tea yeah the big uh, novels yeah so mm. i was kind of drawn to sci-fi genres and then when I took this class, it was great because you get to go more in depth about like literary devices. And then the professor was also kind, and he was uh, he would recommend great books for us. He would um, also he like the reading material itself was just so fascinating. I enjoyed like one of the books that I read so much, which was um, Stars My Destination by okay. Alfred Bester. It's it's a pretty old sci-fi book. It's like from the forties, but okay, great time reading it it really resonated with me um it's something that like i have a copy of it back home i like to read it every once in a while just mm-hmm. to like refresh my uh, aspect on things that's cool and did you get an a in the class oh yeah I did. <laughs> easily easy easy uh-huh. um and last question what's your favorite superhero oh my favorite superhero I mean, if we're looking at the movie superhero universe, mm-hmm. and then I'd have to pick like a movie that I really liked, I'd say Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. So she's that movie wasn't like the absolute best, but it appealed to me. I'd love to have her powers, <laughs> like daughter of a god. Why not? Um, yeah, it was yeah. a charming movie. I think you can relate to having the powers. It's weird though, because like. Um... I love Deadpool. He's one of my favorite heroes. Mm-hmm. But like having his powers, I don't think it could be that great. Like It seems painful. <laughs> just you still feel all the pain, but you just eventually heal up. I mean, it's not great. Yeah. It's not the best. But uh, yeah. I the, the film's great. It's good. So, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, revert back to that question. Your worst game ever. You can think of something. <laughs> I feel like it's probably going to be a fun game. Game. Like I just, I'm just not a fan of phone games. It's all like, phone games. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because I just feel like they're kind of, they're a bit deceptive. And I remember a lot of them. They have they, they kind of start off with like, oh yeah, take a look at their game. It's cool. It's fun. It's cute. All right. Um, you had your fill. Pay for more time or like, <laughs> buy gems or something. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like that's awful. Oh, if okay, if I had to pick. Um, I would say MapleStory got bad, like really, oh, really bad after a certain patch. Yeah. I can't say I played it past like, I think I was like 13 maybe. Yeah, yeah. Like after that, I just stopped. So whatever still exists, I'm going to quit Google. Mm-hmm. Must have. There was a huge patch which changed everything, like the interface and like honestly everything about the game, uh, which made me quit, which was called the Big Bang. Okay. And it introduced these new cash shop items. So things like you buy with real money called cubes. And basically it was all what stats you get. So basically you pay three dollars 
uh, it rolls like a die and then it's like, okay, you get this stat. And so people don't want that stat. They mm-hmm. want like the ultimate best stat, but you have to buy like hundreds of these cubes in order to get that. Like it's completely luck based. And then when I saw that, I was like, okay, this is, this is going to break the game. Like, yeah. I can't play this anymore. This is terrible. There's other, I can't remember, but there are other features that I didn't like about it. They also like changed up the interface, which was kind of weird. It had that like classic appeal to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Sounds like yeah, you got a little bit, a little bit money hungry. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, it's that... like a com- complete mess. So new, so new maple star. That's what we're saying. Is it? That's, that's yeah. I didn't like it personally. <laughs> I know a lot of people would like. This. I didn't even realize it was still a thing. Yeah, it's still a thing, especially in Korea. I saw that they they have huge viewership at night. Wow. Which I think is best for Korean times, like much larger than StarCraft at some points. And so there's wow. no tournaments. It's just personalities. It's just uh, so I thought that was interesting. Well, it's the same as, um, what's it called? The Grand Theft Auto? I forgot what it's called. The category where you can like pretend to be a person. Roleplay? Yeah, it's like proper roleplay category. It's yeah. some of them are getting like forty thousand people watching them like pretend to be a police officer and stuff. It's like yeah, wow, it's mental. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's crazy. Want to watch? I know. I'm actually gonna watch a little bit of Maple Story just to see what it's like now because it's just yeah. uh, <laughs> just want to see how it's progressed since I've last played. But yeah, I wasted many of hours playing that game. Yeah. Um, but uh, MMOs are kind of like that though. That are that style of games. I feel like they you just sort of come off your pc and you're like oh my god it's like it's where the last five hours go sort of thing you know yeah it's good <laughs> it's like it's like very grindy there's not much thought into some things mm. so i'm just like i can't play this genre anymore i'm done after <laughs> maple story you better with starcraft at least you know the games are either over in five seconds because you've been rushed or exactly. <laughs> um so finally, what I normally do just to end uh, the podcast is just try and give something a little back to the community and people who are listening. And it's just if if someone was trying to maybe pursue something that's uh, like to be a successful streamer or getting a stream that people would want to come watch, uh, what advice would you give somebody who's wanting to start up and do some, something similar? Okay. Um, yeah, if someone's starting from scratch, I mean, I when I played games i had like a crappy laptop that i used from college um you would want to first see what resources are out there like online resources there's a lot of guides um mostly i would i've been consulting like the twitch subreddit forums and there's a lot of youtube videos that tell you how to improve your setup like they recommend you what to buy and uh some of the some of the gear that they recommend doesn't break your wallet. It's like it's like cheap and easy to use. It's still a pretty expensive venture overall because you have to factor in internet, monitors, desktops, peripherals, every games. Mm-hmm. Um, but getting past that, establishing that as a baseline, uh, once you get started with streaming, um, it, it's a whole different world out there. Like you can take whatever direction you want uh what i like when i try to explain streaming to some people i'm like it's not just (laughs) you know turning on you know my webcam and uh, opening up the app and just playing games um there's a lot more to it you need to interact with your viewers you need to like kind of establish goals for your stream like for mine i'm just my what i've painted for my stream is like all right chill place to hang out let's play starcraft get better mm-hmm. and just you know just chill talk about random stuff listen to music um other streams i've noticed is like very systematic like okay let's get better from bronze to grandmaster yeah and then um other streamers also have like a persona as well like you have the rager you have like, the analytical <laughs> one the scholar uh the clown that sort of thing like you need to paint a picture for what your stream is going to look like to a viewer and then maintain some sort of consistency to it uh in terms of the big picture and also uh having a good stream schedule Mm -hmm. um you want to make sure it's something that's uh maintainable like maybe you'll work with your full-time job or something that's not going to burn you out like take a couple days off uh, for me, I just take it whenever. Yeah. Like, try to take off, like, at least two days 
per week and then stream the rest but it's not set in stone i'm trying to like be more relaxed about this sort of yeah. thing um one thing that i noticed that really helps with streaming is networking um like check to see if there's events in your area or or in nearby cities that are like easy to travel to or just book a ticket somewhere um in america we have a lot of tournament conventions like dreamhack i am yeah uh we also have pax and a bunch of other stuff honestly i just remember pax because that happens in seattle and i always go and i'm like all right that's that's all i kind of need um but it really helps to network there like i've actually had my own business cards printed out at um, oh really staples yeah i i never really entertained the idea of business cards but when i've gone to these events uh everyone has them they pass it to and I'm like, oh, this is actually nice to keep track because you can you meet forget. so many people. Sometimes mm-hmm. you forget, you don't know who does what. And let's say you do approach them and you're like, okay, what did they do again? Oh, here, this business card has their like Twitter, has their gaming channel, has their uh, gamer tag and stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's been pretty helpful. Like that's really helped me out in the StarCraft community to gain more of a presence because I've been to so many StarCraft events. I've met people. Um, they've liked me. We're friends. Uh, I see them streaming. I host them. They see me stream. They host me. That sort of thing. Yeah. Kind of create a bit of a bond from there. That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually just, you mentioned just packs there as well. I remember the original like uh, uh, League of Legends days, the pack skins used to always be the best. And you'd only get them if you went to these PAX events. And I was like, mm-hmm. in Scotland, there's no way I was going to these events because it was just too expensive to go to them. But yeah, I'd be so jealous of these folk. You just see, it's like, that skin is amazing. And there's no other way to get it. It's like, right, great. But uh, yeah. yeah. But now that's, that's... There's a lot of gaming events all over the US. Mm. I haven't really looked into satisfied with uh, the West Coast. Like, mm. we, have, we have a lot of stuff over here. Um, but... but I do think it's very helpful for, like, maybe pursuing job opportunities in the esports industry like yeah. getting, uh just getting some names down talking to people like asking about their roles and like seeing what's out there yeah scotland's not really got the same uh level of opportunities i think mm-hmm. um mostly london i think it's got quite quite a few decent tournaments and things like yeah. that but uh still quite a long way for us to go so i think you're uh-huh. probably in the right place if you're wanting to uh, pursue a career like that but yeah move but, to america <laughs> yeah yeah sounds good i'll just get my green card to, you know so but yeah um but no i think that's good advice to to sort of uh, end on if you want to tell people where they can find you uh kathy like where uh plug your socials and stuff like that you can do that just now so folk know yeah sure so my twitch channel is at zerg girl so z-e-r-g-g-i-r-l so that's for my twitch and instagram twitter is at Zerg girl with two R's near the end, so Z E R G G I R R L. That's pretty much it for my social media presence. Thanks for listening, guys. If you enjoyed the podcast, please like and subscribe. It really helps me and the channel out a lot, uh, and it also keeps you up to date with all the new guests too. Cheers. See you. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.